0: Just when the Barclays Premier League couldn't get more exciting, what a three-horse, shall I add Man United in there? No. Just when we are having a three-horse race and we could see three teams dominating for years to come, a long pop, the richest consortium in the world and take over Newcastle. (sighs) Let's get into it. Welcome to Carnage. welcome welcome back to another episode of carnage people sorry about the slight delay but we we had a celebrity who was getting interviewed by five live and sky sports and you know what you know she but i'm so glad she still made time for us kendall you must be the happiest human being tonight welcome to carnage
1: no thank you for having me um not expected. This day has just gone from like here to absolute here within a few hours. Um I still don't know what I think. I'm almost like half sure that I'm going to go to sleep and wake up and I'm just going to be back to where I was yesterday because it's just, it's mad. Absolutely mad.
0: It is. It is. And we're going to get into it. We're going to get into it. Not only your aspect, but we're going to get other clubs aspects. Of course, Big Steve was scheduled. Unfortunately, he couldn't make it. But my, my other partner didn't let me down. Tobbs, thank you very much for coming on again, brother. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm good, man. Although I, I don't know why I'm good. Because <laughs> Newcastle literally hit the belly. Like they've hit the flipping belly, man. Oh, God. It's, it's a madness, isn't it? We're yeah. going to get into it. We're going to get into it very soon. Um, of course. Of course. I always leave him to last because, you know, people you say, guess. you know, no, no, it's not the most. You're, 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 you're the bestest in the world.
2: The bestest, the the
0: bestest, yeah, the bestest. (laughs) The bestest, man. you from California, what's happening?
2: Yeah, good, 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 good. Um, What great news, well, you know, international week, you know, for two weeks and this news is just obliterated um, football again. So, yeah, it's uh, great news all around. So, yeah, we've got lots to discuss.
0: We have, we have. But before we discuss it all, as you guys know by now, We got a sponsor on this show, baby. And I got to give a shout out to www.eliteme.com. You know what covers all your CBD needs. You lot know, like literally know how it's been affecting me. Like, look how healthy I'm looking. Look how fresh I'm looking. It's all down to the CBD, people. It's all down to the CBD. So go out. Go out on the website, check them out. If you type in, Avi, what do we type in?
2: It's LFC10 at the checkout. You get 10% off on all CBD products on, again, www.eliteme.com. There you go.
0: Toby, tell me you've checked out CBD and you know about this stuff.
2: Yeah, I know about CBD. Um, it's all right.
0: It's yeah? all right. Yeah. It's all right. I've had the gum, not the not the other stuff. But yeah. You're messing with the wrong brand. So afterwards, I'm going to pass you the details. This is the brand you need to come on. This Elite Me for a reason. they elite. They've got elite in their name for a reason.
2: They've all, just, just to add, they've also lo- launched their bath bombs as well. So CBD bath bombs, which are pretty great as well. So um, okay. Tobes, I think um, we need to have a word about gummies and stuff. So that's after the show. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right,
0: but cool. listen, listen, listen. So go and check out our, our people at www.eliteme.com. For all your C B D needs. Wow. So look, this show was gonna be a um a roundup, a Premier League roundup, see where we are with our relative clubs, respective clubs, I should say, sorry. And you know, talk about some transfers, um, how they've been, how we perceive them. But there's only one one place to start, isn't it? If we've got to start at at um At the Newcastle, yeah, it's well soon to be called Saint Riyadh Park, bro. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just a matter of time. Listen, listen, Kendall, talk us through, talk us through your day because I think it was last night when we, when we, it came through that it's actually happening. They know that we know they tried. Was it last season?
1: Yeah, last season.
0: They tried last season, and then. You know, blue tape got in the way, whatever, whatever, whatever. But I think to all purposes, it was kind of done last night. We knew the the announcer was going to come today. You must have felt like a kid waking up at Christmas, right? Talk us through your day and emotions.
1: You know what, though? I didn't because, again, I was so almost sure the way that we'd been let down in the past, Ah. like several times, it wasn't going to happen. I thought, right, we'll wake up today and I'll be like, you know, Sorry, something's happened, you can't, it's not going ahead again, and that's it. And I was really expecting it, and I didn't even dare go to sleep last night, right? Because I thought, oh, if I go to sleep, it'll, it'll not. <laughs> <In my laughs> I was, honestly, I was so, being so weird last night, total like fear of missing out. Um, then obviously today we woke up to the news that it was basically imminent. Um, and there were so many journalists who had been so negative last year who were saying, you know, this is never happening, don't get your hopes, it's never happening, simple as that who yesterday were like, you know what, we're actually 99% sure this takeover's going to go through in the next few days. So that's when I kind of knew, okay, this actually might be happening this time. And still, as the day was dragging on, I was like, right, something's going to come up now where, like, Amnesty International had put, you know, like, an opposition in. And I thought, oh, something's going to happen where it's not going, it's just not going to go through again. There's going to be a hitch. And actually very nicely i'd be at the ground all day till three o'clock like filming for other things um and then i came home to have my family dinner which was arranged like weeks ago um so i was with my dad my two brothers and my daughter when the news broke that it had actually happened which was perfect, oh, perfect. Like, so perfect um and I took a picture because I was like, I actually don't know if this is real. Like, I don't know if it's actually real. But like, to see so many people, because this has been four years in the making now, it's nearly actually almost four years to the day that Rafa invited Amanda Stavely to the club to watch Liverpool versus Newcastle, funnily enough. Um, uh, well, Newcastle versus Liverpool at St. James's Park. And so it's been four years now. Like, we've been let down so much in that time about it. I was almost like, oh, God, it's still not happening. But yeah, it's happened. It's done. We're now the richest club in absolutely new, in probably in the world. As oh, yeah. Oh, in as the world. oh, yeah. Um, oh,
0: yeah.
1: Which is ins-
0: <laughs> like, mind blowing.
1: Steve Bruce is a manager of the richest club in the world. <laughs> like, can we just, just say no more? That for a can we just accept that for a minute? But, yeah. You know,
0: do you know what, Avi, she makes a good point about the nervousness and, and sort of the apprehension to, to, to celebrate too early because it's a club that's been so let down so many times, hasn't it? And so she, and so we kind of feel her not pain, but sort of nervousness oh, it's, like
2: it, it's been pain, it's been painful. No, it's been painful,
0: but sort of like every time it's about to happen, you just naturally think, oh, something's gonna mess up here.
2: Griz, her excitement. Um, and it's great to see as well, uh, Kendall. It reminds me of when uh Perslow and Broughton were coming out of the court case, Grizz. And yeah. they finally conceded that look, yeah, FSG and Nesvy at the time um have brought out um Hicks and Gillette. So I can understand that. And it's always with Newcastle. I tell you what it is they've always been sort of everyone's sort of second soft spot team. Like everyone sort of since like Keegan days, obviously the Liverpool affiliation with Terry Mack and whatnot, but it's always been stop, start and they've never found it. They've never found the right owners. I mean, Freddie Shepard and John Hall, um, Kendall, remember, and even your dad and family, they weren't the greatest of owners. They would spend money, but I didn't think they were the greatest of owners um, towards the end. Then they got stuck with, you know, um, sports direct Mike Ashley. And, you know, it, it started off kind of okay, but then obviously it just, you know, died down and he was just an absolute pleb. And now, you know, you just hope for them that this is, um, this is a start of a new sort of revolution, evolution, whatever you want to call it. Um, oh, all because of that. They have all 50 of that. plus thousand fans. And I tell you what, I've been to St. James's Park and they're the most passionate, most loyal, the friendliest set of fan base in the country. hundred percent. There's no doubt about it they're a great bunch great night out in newcastle as well um hint hint but um yeah no it's great it's great for them it's great for the club and you know um i'm sure toby's got a few words to say cuz i know he will want joe lewis out as well
0: well no, i was going i was going to segue into, into 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 toby and like sort of i guess it's i guess it's, it's it's difficult to to take in from other clubs in and around sort of that big six top six eight whatever And I guess you're one of those clubs that have had many issues um, with your owners and kind of you've seen the situation with the ownership at Newcastle as well. Mm. Do you see any parallels, you know, because I know what you think of the ownership and everything at your club. You know, how do you feel? Like when you hear the news, are you happy for Newcastle fans because of the pain they've gone through? Because you know, you know about pain, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. All right, so then, are you envious? Like mad envious? Like this is they're just gonna leave us? Um, I, a mix of all to be honest. First and foremost, I'm actually believe it or not, I may be like a grumpy guy on a big six at times more more often than not because of Spurs. But um, I'm actually happy for Newcastle, man. I'm happy for Newcastle. It's been like it's been like what, like ten years now since we've been hearing they're going to be taken over by this club. Mike, Mike Ashley's had this club put on put up for sale for years now. Like he's been trying to sell the club for years. So for them to not only find someone to 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 um, to step into Mike Ashley's shoes and finally rid themselves of a horrible owner because he was a horrible owner, man. Like the guy would would rarely spend unless he absolutely had to. Um, they've only gone and bagged themselves like the richest, the richest um, public investment fund in the plant on the planet, bro. Like, not only have you like, <laughs> not only have you cashed in, you've cashed in big. Not only I, have you got rid, right? Because that's yeah. the first part of the celebration, right, Kendall? Because you've got rid of the most horrible owner in recent history, or probably I don't know. Tell us in your history, you probably know far more. Not only as Tobe says, you've got rid of that. In return, you haven't got a normal new owner. Like, okay, we've got rid of him. We can slowly, slowly look forward now. You've gone and got, as he says, the richest people on planet Earth. It's nuts. It's, it's crazy.
1: mad. Like it's ha- crazy. No, like good things don't happen to us. Like it's hard to explain. It, right? <laughs> I can't tell you this. <laughs> things like this don't happen to Newcastle. Like, honestly. <laughs> We have just had so much crap the last 10... Like, well, he's owned the club for nearly 15 years now. So we've had so much absolute rubbish from that. Steve McLaren, Steve Bruce, Sam Allardyce, Alan Pardew, uh, just to name a few managers. Like Jeff Hendrick in our midfield right now. Joel Linton. Oh, no, we've had so much bad stuff. I would... Mike she has been taken to court by Kevin Keegan and got pulled up for lying in court in public. Um, oh, yes. He let go of Jonas Gutierrez, who literally got diagnosed with cancer yeah. and terminated his contract when that he got was diagnosed nasty. with cancer. That was very nasty.
0: Shocking, wasn't
1: like, it? After he just Gr- scored the goal Gris- to keep us up again, as well against West Ham.
2: Grizz Mike casually fleeced us for 35 million for Carroll. So, of course, he's, he's, he's a mongrel. That's what he was. He fleeced us. <laughs> I'm, he fleeced I'm sure Zip it was out 30 four odd four million.
1: million for Sassofo as well, Tobs. Yeah, it was. It was. was ridiculous. Highway robbery.
2: Uh, highly and
0: don't you remember when you tried to. I remember this because you lot revolted hard when you tried to change your name to uh, the sports director. Direct stadium,
2: uh, arena, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Oh,
1: just shocking. How, like, we've missed out on so many sponsorships. Things because he's used it as a free ride for Sports Direct for so long. He had Sports Direct painted on the roof of the Gallagher End of Newcastle, like of Saint James's Park. But it's like you know, like every stadium has like like the cop yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. Literally on the Gallagher End of Newcastle, he had Sports Direct painted on the roof. Why?
0: Absolutely shocking. Listen, like, who was got...
1: seeing that? Who was actually seeing that? Unless you're on a plane.
0: We've got a super chat from Big Steve himself, who was who was scheduled to come on. But I think he got jealous um when, when he found out that you know they've got a rival now, but he pretended he left his laptop at home. But a generous super chat from Big Steve, because trust me, he's like getting blood out of stone money from him. <laughs> gone gone from every gone from everyone's favorite second team to the most second favorite team to the most hated overnight. Welcome to the club. No history, small club, blah blah blah. Jealousy. Enjoy it, so he's you know, you've got a you've got a you fan, got a fan. In, yeah, yeah. in Big Steve. Listen, thank you very yeah. much, Steve. Man, we catch up real soon, my brother. Um Abby, some of those some of those names she's mentioned in terms of um um managers and players and recent history. And from look, let's not get it twisted. As Tobe says, they have got a huge loyal fan base and everything. What happens now? Like like where I think it's limitless right like not overnight not straight away but it, the world's their ocean right
2: yeah i mean like you said blue tape but it's actually red tape grizz so just to correct you um they got through the red tape okay, well listen that was 10 minutes tape.
0: ago you didn't have to bring yeah. that up but yeah, you well, it, that's to, You
2: always,
0: you always <laughs> yeah. grill
2: me so it's your time it's your now, time okay no problem, problem i said blue but, tape. Um, i remember but it's all a,
0: you know maybe i'm thinking about big steve and just, blue and all that you know
2: just on that, um, Amanda Stavely obviously had links with Liverpool as well previously, um, in previous years, because mm-hmm. they wanted to invest in Liverpool. I think it was, um, DIC at the time, um, with another shake from Dubai. But you know that she's a very, sh- from what we know, she's a smart, uh, businesswoman. She's very shrewd. You imagine that they already have people in place, um, in terms of, you know, directorship, chief executives, um, people on the executive board, all in place and, You would think in January, they'll test the waters. I think that's what it is. They will test the waters um, 100%. Um, They might make some silly bids, just like City did when Mansoor took over. They sort of started off with January just like absolutely trying to make silly bids for the Berbatovs, for the Torreses uh, when he was at Liverpool. But then obviously they didn't come off. So I think Newcastle will probably spend um, a little... I don't think they'll go mad in January, but they'll assess the situation. I can see Steve Bruce going... Within maybe a month or so, I think they might give him time just to make sure, like you know, just for their, you know, for them to come in just to make sure they're comfortable and they get their sort of footing in the club. And then I think you'll see a change in manager uh, before January, and then they'll probably. I think that's target the first next step, summer. Right? I think yeah, that's the first step. Yeah, he, he's he's out of his depth at that. Toby time. that's
0: that's that's the f- Toby, he's he becomes automatic favorite for gone right. Hundred percent, hundred percent. I think he ain't surviving this, right? Yeah, yeah, no, no way. I think I think um that that was one of the downfalls of them having such a bad owner before that he didn't really care about the football matters because if you look at the football matters, then you know that um there are better managers out there than Steve Bruce. Um I I hear what um Abby's saying with them maybe like not being able to, to 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 get the right players in initially. But I think they can actually nail this, man. I think they can nail this a lot quicker than a lot of people think if they put the right people in charge at their club. Like, for me, that's the most important thing now. Like, they got the money, so they can pretty much buy whoever they need to within reason. Um And when I say within reason, I mean as in, like, obviously they're Newcastle now you can't just go out and buy like a player who's aspiring to play for Chelsea etc cetera, etc cetera. um champion League players etc but they can buy some top quality there to come and improve this team but first and foremost get the manager right get the backroom team right get the recruitment team right get proper footballing people behind the scenes and if you can do that honestly their their um their task can be accelerated like they can i don't know about success because there's a lot of top teams in the league that are vying for the, for one competition, one main prize, which is the Premier League, obviously. But their pathway to getting near that level can be accelerated, for sure.
2: Chris, just on that as well, just on toes, what you're saying, Newcastle's always been, um, forget about the Ashley era, but even before that, they've always been an attractive proposition for players. You know, we saw the likes of Faustino Aspria come in January, the likes of Shearer, the Les Ferdinands, you know, and then recent times you saw that sort of Craig Bellamy who came, Lauren Robert, you know, they've always had players with David Ginola. So great, all, great, they all, they will attract great. top players because of the stadium. Like 20 years ago,
0: though, I mean.
2: because of the fan base. Hey, listen, 20 years ago, we we're still about in it, Tobes. Come on in there. But um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but, um, but they will attract players because of their fan base. They've got a passionate bunch. And when you've got a passionate bunch like the Geordies at St. James's Park, 53 rocking, players will want to play for that, even if they're without European football for like a season or so, or, you know, obviously next season, you, you don't imagine them finishing in the top six or top eight. But, you know, they they will attract players, uh, top players. And look, they're going to pay stupid wages now, isn't it, Grizz? It's money it's going to be yeah, money talks, unfortunately, in football now. But, you know,
0: we talk about the manager and, and, look, every new regime, every new ownership looks to bring in a new manager. But I think Kev O'Sullivan reminds us that your 19th, isn't it? Well, I don't know how many points you're on exactly, but he says three, three, three points. Three points. Um, so, regardless of new ownership, whatever, I'm sure Steve Roos was on tender hooks, right? Like, literally on his last, last lifeline anyway. So, this will probably just accelerate that sacking, probably, Kendall?
1: Hopefully. <laughs> That's mm. all I'm going to say. Hopefully. <laughs> um, like, I just, this, totally Kev's right. Like, you can't look at that. The richest people in the world, are, not the richest people in the world, but you know, the richest club in the world, which we are now, there's just no way you can look at that and think, you know what, that's all right, we'll just keep Steve Bruce. It, there's just no way. They've got to be thinking long-term from this point onwards. And right now, realistically, if any manager's going to come in during the season, you need it in an international break, because it just gives you that little bit of extra leverage for the manager to work with the squad. Not many of our players are out on international duty at the moment, so...
2: Mm -hmm. like because we're
1: not like that level of squad there's a couple you know like the Almirons, things like that a a couple of them are out but it's going to be a perfect time to get a new manager in and start and immediately like showing the rest of the league that you're actually serious about this which is another thing that I think is massive because like it's going to be a long term project but you need to be like instant like you need to be on it straight away to show how serious you are about it and there's so many amazing managers I know we're not at this point when everyone's like oh Conte Right, that's fair enough. And I, I don't think that's impossible. But right now, I, I think it's unlikely. Because Agreed. a 19th place Premier League club is not going to get Antonio Conte, regardless of how many much money you've got, regardless of anything, look at that squad we've got now and, say, and just literally sell that to him right now. It's just not happening. You're only going to get the likes of him in January, for example, when you've got the funds and you can spend a bit of money and he can have control over it. Because right now he has no control. He's got Jeff Hendrick in midfield. Like, this is what I mean. It's just not going to happen. So I think at the moment, it's just going to be interim for the next few months. I think Abby's right. right. Um, it's just Ken- going to be looking at a case of just keeping us afloat at the moment. Just
2: coming into that, Kendall, would you take, um, dare I say it, would you take Steven Gerrard?
1: I would take Stephen Gerrard, absolutely, yeah. I would hundred percent. I think well, I he's, actually, say, he's at top of the list now, I think, actually. Um, I was gonna
0: say I was gonna say because um Ghost makes a point here and I was gonna come to Avi anyway, before he interrupted. Um mm-hmm. Bruce is the new Mark Hughes. He will get more time until they find a suitable candidate. I think what he's referring to, correct me if I'm wrong, you might know more, is when City got taken over. Is he referring to that Yeah, yeah, when they. Yeah, when Rabinia came and
2: Mark Hughes was in charge, yeah.
0: Right, but obviously it's a total different scenario, as Kendall's explained to us with, with regards to their manager, where they are and where Hughes and City were. I don't remember, I don't know if Steve's still in the chat or Laura Duffy would tell us, where was City when they got taken over in terms of where they were in the league and, and what no they were.
2: City's was, was weird because they had Takshin Shinawatra who was exactly. in charge for like a few months. Yeah. And then because he was, in, he was involved in some dodgy stuff and then they got taken over quite quickly by Sheikh Mansour, and then they had Hughes. They did give Hughes time because Hughes still had a bit of a ceiling at the time as well, um, Grizz. And then I think they were, you know, floundering around ninth or tenth. Yeah. And then obviously they, you know, gave him time. But then, you know, they realised quickly that he wasn't the man to take him forward. Especially with um, the money that they were like, sort of throwing around. Yeah. Suggestions,
0: obviously, Steve, suggestions of Stevie G. Like Sam Thandy says, uh, I think for Gerard he shouldn't go Newcastle because the start of the process won't be easy getting lots of new players, etc., will take time. Tobes, what kind of manager do you go for then? Like, what do you think? How does this work now? Because do they go for an experienced type manager? Do they go for someone to stop them from getting relegated and then build? Or do they go for someone fresh and young like Steven Gerrard? What would you think the strategy would be? Me personally, I would, if I was them, I'd be looking for someone with experience, man. Someone with experience who can play the way you want to play. But I, 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 I realize that because of the position Newcastle are in now, mm. the, the managers with that level of experience and quality may not want to come to Newcastle despite mm. their newfound, their newfound um, mm. money. But yeah, if it was down to me, I think they should be going for experience, man. You need a manager who's been around the block and has has experience um in terms of like identifying big money players that he can buy integrating players into a squad and literally just elevating a team um i like stephen Gerard. i like the work he's doing at rangers but i feel like it might be a bit too much too soon do you get what i'm saying i think he might need to how is this end? for a shout from georgie for nah. the, the it won't happen, Chris. It
2: won't how is uh, that for a shout not. though a i tell done. you what if they want to bring on wenger as well, an advisory on the board yeah. like an advisory role that would be that wouldn't be too bad that's not a bad shot as an advisory role sure. not, not as a full-on full-time manager
1: not as a manager not... I think yeah. I, I agree with you in terms of like I think he's been out of management for so long I just don't know he'll just stop straight back in I just don't think he would because he's a lot more like analytical so I think yep. like he would come in and be like a ta- like a, you know like a tactical person like where he would come in he would analyse everything about it like as you say an advisory role I would be all for that. Yeah. The thing about the managers, they had Rafa, and they were waiting on Rafa, they were waiting on this takeover that we'd done, and Rafa was just going to slot back into the job. And unfortunately, it's took that long. He's now, you know, on pastures new with Everton. So, Rafa would have been perfect because he knew the club. The players loved him, the fans loved him. He would have just been Ideal just to come straight back, and obviously it's just not happened. Graham Potter, I just don't why I just don't understand why at this point Graham Potter would come because he's probably not going to be a long-term five-year manager. I just I just don't see that happening because when you get money, yeah, you, you want you know the best, the, of the best. You want the, content, you want the Zidans, you want things like that. So there's just I just don't see Graham Potter being like a long-term thing. And why would he leave Brighton currently in the position that they're in to come to a 19th place Newcastle that aren't safe? at this point in time, we're not safe. There's just not really any reason why Graham Potter would come in. I can see a Lampard coming in. Gris, um,
2: can I come in with a hot take? Sorry, Kendall. I usually have one, one. hot take per show <laughs> and I want to give Grizz this hot take. What about uh, Raph, um, what's your name? That Hassan Hotel fella at Southampton. Um,
0: That's like an interesting shout. Interesting shout. But isn't he struggling? Not struggling. Yeah. He's, he's not struggling, been. but you, you know what I mean. He's 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 He's... he's He's kind of, you know, at Southampton, lower to mid-table right now. Is he the man? Because, look, I think what Newcastle need initially is a pragmatic coach. Now, I know they're not going to like the sound of that, but I think it's vital, very, very vital that they stay up. I mean, that is first, first objective mission. Forget all your money and signings and, and marquees. They've got to stay up. Because I tell you what, it will be an absolute disaster because that will just put them back two years straight away and the Saudis won't be happy with that. So I think the first task for any coach incoming would be uh, to ho- to ho- to stay up. Now, when you analyse that, then you need someone who's got experience of Hodgson, that. pardon you.
1: No, I want if I, if we can, I want to stay away from that level of manager. Yeah, from the Pardue's, I want to stay away from the Big Sam's, I want to stay away from the Steve Bruce's, Tony Pulis's, Marquis's. I want to stay away from that because I just that's just not worked for us, as I've said in the past. We've had Steve McLaren who we got relegated with, Alan Pardue who we got relegated with, you know. Well, Rafa Benitez, I know that wasn't his fault though, that was Steve McLaren's fault. Um. It's the Steve Bruce, who we're now 19th with, I want to stay away from that. Another person who would have been perfect would have been Jose, because he loves the club anyway, mm-hmm. so he would have been ideal, but again, because it's took that long, everyone's moved on, who probably initially would have been the targets, so he's gone to Roma, mm-hmm. so he's moved on, so it's just like, I, I, just, they- I honestly don't know who would come in at this point, maybe Eddie Howe, I, I, I just don't now, know.
0: You know who, who I think would be good for you lot as well, and... He may not be like as pragmatic, but I think he ha- I think he has he, he plays positive football and I think he can steer you to safety. Um Lucian Favre. I think Lucien he Favre, I think yeah. would be I think he would be a good appointment for Newcastle. Um I this Chris, I, I disagree that Newcastle need like a, a a pragmatic manager. I get where you're coming from because survival is key. Like all of this. Falls down if they get relegated because that it doesn't fall down. Problem. It just delays the process. Yeah, and look, and and don't get me wrong, Newcastle are the most patient fan base in the world. But it they must be itching now because now that they know that they've got the richest people in the world behind them, they don't. The last thing they would want mm. told is to go back and then just start. Mm again from the championship that's why I'm thinking that way maybe the person
1: he... who would have been Ranieri that he would have been perfect yeah. again absolutely
0: but... mm. absolutely
1: see what I mean it's, this yeah. takeover has come I mean it's come seven years too late but at this point it's actually come like two days too late and I know that sounds insane but like this just could have been all done and just like probably Ranieri would have just come in quite easily in the last how's
0: few how's this years? for a shout how's this for a shout Avik from Krishna Agarwal he says
2: Manuel Pellegrini I think Pellegrini's at Villarreal though but yeah he'd be a good shout
0: no get... he's not at Villarreal um, is he not Unai Emery's what? at Villarreal Unai Emery
2: sorry yeah so Pellegrini he took over uh, Pellegrini but don't put uh, Gaultier up there because he's at Nice and you know that's my second team this season so no uh, talk just, of God I, I didn't mention it. I just put it up to just uh, wind Pellegrini wind you Pellegrini could be but it. maybe even in. did Nice all their players though who did Nice
0: did he sell what? They they sold some of their players, didn't they? Sell like did they sell like a lot of their players? Nice. No,
2: Lil, Lil, no, Lil, Lil sorry, sorry, yeah, I'm getting
0: confused. Lil sold some of their players.
2: I I, I tell you who could be Joe Low as well because he's not no longer German manager, Grizz. He could be an mm. option, even maybe entice Didier Deschamps from the France uh, job. Nah, man, don't get Deschamps. Don't get Deschamps. Because, because you,
0: yeah, we, say this, we money, say this, but we say this, but as as Kendall says, they're gonna want a name. Like, th- honestly, they, they will want a name. I'm not sure about the first appointment, but I think the first appointment could be key. Like, yeah. we know they're not going to just make one appointment, coach, product, project manager for five years, right? I don't think it's going to work out like that because of the situation they're in, people. If they were in, like, mid-table and, and comfortable, then I could have seen a project manager come in that you know he's going to have five years, four, or five years, He's going to be back to the hilt like we've never seen before, like ever. I just think because of the precarious
2: situation, I think it's a tricky appointment. I don't know what you guys they, think. They won't be short of offers, though, Grizz. They will have a lot of managers with their resumes ready to say, look, we will take this challenge. We want to take this project because it is an exciting project. If you know that you're going to have a certain amount of funds in January and in summer and obviously a year two, three years down the line if it's a three-year project there will be a lot of managers who like did someone said uh, roberto martinez for belgium you know there will be a lot of managers a few managers who will be ready to take that challenge and i don't think it's a scary job or it's a job that you know you should be fearful for no no no, no, nothing like that and with the right people behind you like amanda state because she's very smart they will make the right appointment you just feel that you know they will get it right
0: but these people, as we alluded to, are very, very smart and clever, and especially the woman behind it, Amanda Stevolily told surely they've got someone in mind and they've got proper like already some people in mind, and probably conversations have already taken place, or 100. do you think they're gonna or do you think they're gonna come in, relax, assess situation, maybe he gets to stay of execution for i don't know a month yeah I think I don't think they're gonna make any. I'll be shocked if he gets, like, I I know they're reporting it um, in the news, but I'll be shocked if he gets sacked, like, this weekend and stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. But that being said, Kendall made a good point around this being the best opportunity to to get rid of an international break, get the new manager to come in, get the initial, sort of, his initial ideas on board and work with some of the players. Um, So if there was ever a moment, it would be now, or at least the, the November international break in a couple of weeks as well, but I, I do think that they they must have a plan. Like they wouldn't have taken over Newcastle to just come in and uh, for a jolly up. I think. Oh the only, yeah. The only thing that might have impacted them is the is the time in which it was done because they wanted to take over the club months ago, and maybe at the time there were yes, they were apparently they were ironing up. Now it's like they may have to be a bit more patient. But there's always a plan. Do you get what I'm saying? Like you don't just buy a club and like oh you know, yeah. Will just wing it. Like there's a plan in place, and it's just about when they execute their plan. So it could be this week. It could be next week. It could be a couple months. But we know something's coming.
2: Chris, will you be? Chris, will you be posting your CV to um Amanda <laughs> in the coming week or so for a um, job job well, appointment? Are you, you, in the, you Are you in
0: the running? If you notice, I said they will need someone pragmatic. And they'll need someone who's got experience of you're keeping more I am more... the other end yeah. of the spectrum, you get me? So <laughs> big Phil Scollari, yeah, yeah. El Nino, El Nino, we finished in the top four for the three seasons that I was there in the Dagenham and Redbridge League, yeah. Um, and we played, we were known, <laughs> we were known, we were known, for, we were known for fast, expansive, explosive football. So, no, I shall not be. Um, giving my CV. But uh, mm. Shaka says, and thank you for the super chat. He says, get Pep. He loves sugar daddies who splurge on him. Do you know what? You never know, man. Pep, Pep Guardiola is known to do mad things. And when he's, he's in his last, no, he extended, didn't he? He extended yeah. the contract. But listen, it's exciting times, man. I'm I'm well um, happy for you. I think, I think we all are. I think we all are at the moment because, you know Newcastle, I'm not. You all are because you're a not a threat at the
2: moment, Kendall. He's trying to say you're not a threat at the moment, but once you're well, a threat, yeah, that's it. It's you true, what,
1: but that's how tribalism be... works, right? Yeah, yeah really you're cool. being right though. We're not a threat at the moment. We're really not. We are a non-threatening threat currently, if that makes sense. Because in the future, we're going to be a threat more than likely. But at this current time, we are not in a- an active threat, if you will.
0: Um, yeah, exactly. At the moment, it's it look. At the sense. moment, at the moment, to everyone in the footballing world. Uh, especially the Premier League, it's exciting. It's 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 wow! This is Hollywood stuff. Like
1: I think if you in... like football, you're excited. I think if you're just one of these modern football fans who just trophies, medals, whatever. Like I just I think you're like, oh god, like, this is so bad. This is the worst day of my life. But I think if you actually like football and you like you like the competitive nature of the Premier League, which is meant to be the most competitive league in the world, I think you actually think it's a good thing. And I've noticed actually, funnily enough. The people like the team, the fans of teams like Chelsea, Man City, for example, have been the ones who are like, "Oh, I'm really glad for you." <laughs> and yeah. Arsenal fans have been like, "Oh my god, you, you, these owners are horrendous! I can't believe you're selling your soul out for these owners." I'm like, "The I'm hypocrisy is
0: blind." The hypocrisy. The hypocrisy. Oh no, no. <laughs> we, we look. We know. We know Blindly. some of the chat. Oh, we know works. some of the chat around the hypocrisy and 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 the and the arguments, and I think we've done very well not to get into them. A, because we're just simply not qualified to talk about such issues. We, or me especially, I'll speak for myself, I might not speak for everyone else, but me as a as just a, as just a fan, a normal fan, who happens to have a wonderful and amazing platform, thankful to the yeah. LFC day Trippers, that I'm just not qualified to speak to, about some of the topics that people raise and everything. Yeah. So when you don't know about something, in my opinion, it's best to stay away from it rather than Make it worse and get into it too deep. So, um, we talk about stuff we do know though. I was gonna say let's get onto stuff that we do know and we were gonna talk about well go on, what were you gonna suggest? I was gonna talk about um like how they overcame that problem because I I read I actually read into this extensively a couple of months back and okay. I found out like one of the main blockers was because of that um piracy. Being sports. Yeah, piracy, p- piracy business as well. Like, um, obviously, Saudi were banning um, any sort of Qatari, Qatari like um, products, and obviously, being sports are like the only Premier League um, broadcaster in the Middle East as well. So, the people who wanted to watch Premier League in Saudi Arabia, they were using this weird thing called what was what do they call it? BQ, BQ, BQ,
1: yeah,
0: BQ, yeah, so. I was really shocked at how quickly like they resolved that because that, I thought that was like a long-standing issue for years. So honestly, Grizz, money talks, man. It, uh, money talks, that's what I, think I said. Uh. Like
1: the court case was last week. Like the preliminary arbitration in terms of like if Mike Ashley had a case against the Premier League, and it, I, I personally, I'm not in any way legally inclined, but from what I read and what I saw because I watched the whole case for the whole day because it was live streamed. 33,000 people watched it. Um, Wow. I think that that has not ended well for them. So I think they've said, if you can resolve this piracy issue, like whatever, then let's talk. Because it's happened that quickly. I just cannot see... There not being a prior discourse to this last few days, because mm. how in 24 hours have you just suddenly turned around and said, you know what, we'll accept it now. Yeah. I, I, I just can't see that happening. So I think that's what's what happened there. I think they've, that, that case has ended badly for them. They've thought, you know what, actually, this might go badly for us in court when it gets there. So let's just resolve it now, which is really one of the main aims of the court case was to put pressure on them, and it has, and it's happened. So... Shout
0: yeah. out shout out Nick DeMarco man. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. Look, I think I think we've covered it as much as um as much as Liverpool fans would let me cover it on a Liverpool channel. I think we've given it fair fair justice, fair dues, but listen, um good luck to Newcastle. Have fun, enjoy it, man. Um but Avi. Yeah. Obviously Newcastle don't Sort of get into the into the picture of talk, title talk already. But let's go on to the title talk and let's go on to the Premier League so far. What we're at? What game week seven international break? Seven games. What is that? A, is that just a fifth? Just just under fifth of the season. All right, my maths. Tell me, I'm right. Yeah,
2: no, you're, you're talking to the right, wrong person with maths. No, I'm not gonna. No, go. just over, just over a fifth.
1: Yeah, five yeah. 7 is thirty-five, isn't it? So, yeah, so just. Yeah,
2: so under a fifth or over a fifth. Thirty-eight
1: games a season. Yeah. So
2: under just halfway over. along. Just halfway along. We can just say.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <Maybe>. <laughs> halfway. How's no, it a, fifth way of the, a fifth of the way,
1: like just Laura Duffy,
2: eighteen percent, eighteen percent on the, of, on the way. Laura right, Laura
0: Duffy always to the rescue. Yeah. Oh, Laura, you're the bestest in the world. After Avi, eighteen percent. She always. Yeah, gets so it. just yeah. under
1: a fifth. That's right. Yeah. Where we
0: at with our teams? Avi, yeah. Liverpool. Where we at? Are you happy with Liverpool? Where we are in terms of squad injuries, situation, general mood around the camp? What, what do you think?
2: Just a little bit, maybe four points off. I thought we should have. Um, Beating Brentford and then should have beaten a ten man uh, ten man Chelsea. Um, Chelsea were resolute in that game. Okay, why squad? Why is the biggest hit was Elliot? Um, I thought it was telling against Brentford that we're missing Tiago. Uh, against City, I thought we're missing Tiago big time. But so far, Grizz we can't really complain. One point off the top, you know, Chelsea. There was always this talk of Chelsea going to you know run away with it. City will be with them, but you know we're making a fist of it and we will be making a fist of it and. Will be there or thereabouts come April, May. So no, so far so good, Grizz. Honestly, that's all I can say. Maybe a player or even two if we're lucky in Jan um would be nice, um, considering we've got the AFCON. But no, um at the moment I'm happy, just praying that everyone comes back from internationals fit and firing and Tiago comes back into training as well.
0: So Toby, two two part question to you. First, chat about your club. Tell me how you feel, how it started how you feel now, new manager bounce, etc., cetera, et cetera. And then just give me your thoughts on how you see the the Premier League race. Um, so thoughts on my club when, before the season started. Wasn't optimistic. It was just a whatever season. Like, I, I'm not expecting anything from this season. I don't think we're going to win anything. I don't think we're going to challenge for top four. And uh, seven games in, my opinion hasn't changed. I've not really seen anything to convince me. This team are going to be better than what I imagine them to be um, this season. So I'll, that's that's me on Spurs. Nothing against the manager. It's just I don't. I was going to say, did he excite you? Like you know, when you get a new manager, nah, you didn't, didn't feel it. Give him a chance. He was that no. the eighth choice? Wasn't hegris? No, didn't excite no. me at all. Didn't excite me. Is it me because? At all. Is it because? Like everybody says, it was your eighth choice. <laughs> it's not even because of that. I, honestly, I have nothing against the guy. I think he's a really nice guy, and I think, as I said, I think he has qualities. Like he's not a bad coach in the slightest. So when people talk about him, like he's, he's just my just older brother, just... so be careful what you say. <laughs> yeah. When people talk about him, like he's a smug. I don't agree with that because he's he knows his football. But at the same time, he's it's the. It's so obvious that he's not the manager that we need. Like it's, it's painfully obvious to everyone, um, apart from a certain few Spurs fans, and that's fine. They want to support him, but I'll just be honest wherever I can be. But that's T- that's on Spurs. hopes T- so are I'm you
2: kidding. in the camp that you would have sold Kane for like one hundred and forty fifty if it meant oh, reinvesting back him in this. squad? Don't start him
0: on this. I would I have, have sold. For no, I don't know I would opinion. have sold for one hundred and fifty. Yeah, I. I, you, I tweet,
2: it, you can check my tweets
0: till summer. One hundred and fifty was. Was was a, a fair valuation, Hurricane? You want him? The play wants to leave. Let's make a let's make a deal that works for all parties. What I couldn't get on board was what I couldn't get on board with was selling this guy for 100 million, the same price that Grealish went for. Not going to happen for me, no. Um, but yeah, that's where I feel on Spurs on the title race. We spoke about this before, Griz. Um, genuinely, I still think Man City edge it, but it's it's anyone's money. Like if Liverpool can keep this, can keep their, their core group. Fit for the whole season, they will they will push Man City for the title. If if Chelsea or United can raise the levels, they can put pressure. But do I really see Chelsea winning it? No. Do I see Man United really winning it? No. Um, Can I see Liverpool winning it if they keep everyone fit? Maybe. Do you get what I'm saying? So like, I don't think there's much in it between the top four sides in the league this year, which is why I think this title race is gonna be really really good. I think we're gonna see. Probably the best title race that we've seen in years. I agree with you, Kendall. Um, how do you see it? How do you see it? How do you think? Um, what did you think at the start of the season and seven games in? Has anything sort of changed your mind? You thought, hmm, maybe this is this is didn't what I wasn't expecting, or is it going to according to what you thought?
1: Um, it's probably gone similarly to what I thought. Obviously there's shocks there, like Everton, Brighton, they've been the shocks. And um, I thought Aston Villa would start out super, super strong because originally I thought that because they had like recruited quite well. But then I thought to myself, actually they're gonna to have to get used to not being dependable on Jack Breesh because he signed three players to cover everything he did. So they're they're gonna to to take a little bit of time to rebuild again. But yeah, I said Liverpool, Chelsea, Man United, Man City. That was my you know, top four. And I still think that's probably their that order. No, 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 not that order. No. That was just my top four. Give us your order. Um, Man City, Chelsea, Liverpool, Man United.
0: Okay. Only and, because and, and the next again, I Go think again. Liverpool
1: start out so well, but again, it's just very similar in terms of you've got a really, really strong starting eleven and maybe three really strong squad depth, and then beyond that, I think compared to the likes of Chelsea and City. I think that's where, I mean, you might disagree. This is just my opinion. Like, just I think that's where you maybe struggle on that level there. Um. So if you get again, if Harvey Elliott is out now, if you get hopefully God touch wood you don't, if you get another major injury, that could just again set you on a a decline. Which I hope it doesn't, but it just could. Um. I think I thought Man City were going to regret not signing a striker. I thought Harry Kane was pretty much a done deal at that point. Um. It's looking now maybe they won't but I still think it's gonna come and bite, bite them on the backside um at certain points in the season like specifically Champions League and things like that so Good. yeah um it's very it looking very juicy very very juicy no it's gonna come and add to that in the next few years well, exactly
0: um... <laughs> yeah. you' be part you'll no, be, you'll be no, sitting with us at us the big table very soon
1: get top four, I think.
0: um how about the other way around Abby? um bottom of the table um, How's it looking Have you got Have you got the Yeah the so list? Norwich
2: like, Norwich look as if they're I think I think we all had uh, Norwich Yeah I think
0: we yeah. all had Norwich down Right Pretty I think,
2: much I think they're gone And obviously Newcastle Newcastle will be safe I've got no doubt about that And then Will they Will they Have you I got think they no
0: will. doubt about that I they think will they will They'll they just have a
2: little bit Of enough And if they can get into January Sort of, you know, sixteenth, fifteenth, they'll spend money. They'll spend money, they all and
0: out. I think even if they didn't spend money, I think Newcastle annoyingly they they showed last season that even when they're not the greatest side, they have players who can build them out. Man, they have Callum Wilson, who's if he if you keep him fit, he's keep good. But again, double, is he not? Thing, is you know he key exactly? Is yeah, he yeah he but not, even he, still, he yeah. did double figures last season. Good and yeah. and he and he was he missed it, he missed a couple. Couple of games for them as yeah, well. Yeah, had a
1: couple of spells where he missed like six games in a row, a couple of times. So
0: exactly. Um, ASM, ASM looks like he's getting better this season. Consistent well. now, yeah. Um, and he he has his injury knocks as well, but he can win them a game as well. So, um, that's the that's the annoying edge that they have over some of the bottom teams there. Like they actually have match winners, and it it, it pisses me off because I've. I've wanted Newcastle down for time, man. Where, <laughs> we, where, where are we with this then? Ross Chanley says, please be the season Burnley go down. We've all had enough. We agree. Is, I, everyone literally
1: hates Burnley. I don't, I don't actually I hate it. I hate, hate, their it. hate their football.
2: hate their football. hate everything they represent. Even a city, I think it's a shithole, honestly. I, I hate it. No, I'm That's sorry, Grizz. I'm sorry. Nice. I could... You Don't be sorry to thing. me, mate. I'm you can give me just, a ban. I just, I just absolutely will, hate. You. worry
0: about your hate mail that you're going to
2: get now, mate. I'm oh, oh, I've only got way 200 way. followers, so yeah, I welcome all the hate that I'll get. But, um, no, 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 listen, Bernie, you need to I just, I just, you know what? They picked up some fair play award or something. It was a silly award they just picked up last week. And I'm thinking that they've never had, they've not had red cards. I think in the last sort of forty games, something silly. I think Laura Duffy will um, correct me, but it was a silly award that they won. But no, I just hate everything that you know. Do you they, know what no. I
0: was? I was thinking. You know what I was thinking is this who names the stadium
2: Ro- turf more? Who names the stadium turf more? Like what? Like, <laughs> I yeah. I was now. I was just thinking. This is this
0: Ross like my mate Ross from the Redmen TV, and I wasn't sure if it's a fake account, but he just WhatsApped me. And that is this message, Ross. We're all with you, <laughs> with you mate. We all want bread.
1: Shout down, out, bro. Ross, man. I love Absolutely. Ross. Shout <laughs> out,
0: Ross. Um, but so, look, I think it's fairly obvious that Norwich, we've all come to an agreement that, you know, they're a
2: done deal, right?
0: Yeah. Um, who else? What else is going I think Rockford one was
2: a surprise one because they got rid of Isco. Um, and I don't know why. Maybe that he's flirting with another big club because he's an up and coming manager. And then now they've got. Ranieri. Ranieri should see them safe, but you know, yeah. there's a few clubs there. Southampton, Leeds, you know, teams have maybe figured Wolves? Leeds out. The energy, Wolves. I think Bruno Lage will get them up. There. I think Kendall with Wolves, they're playing good football. If yeah. they were playing bad and like pragmatic football and very ugly football, then I will see yeah, maybe they'll go down, but they're playing good football and Raul Jimenez is coming back on form. They've got Hawang, who's a top, top player. Um, who scored, I, I like think, him. three and two as well? Yeah, he's really so good,
1: really good. I think
2: they will have just enough. So, then are we
0: struggling? Are we struggling to name the other two then, people? Because I think we're nah, kind what, of bigging what up what everyone. Are going, what for going down? I, I'm not getting, really? I'm not getting, yeah, I think they're going down. I, I'm not getting, Ismail Assar, it. brother. See, yeah, I like before
1: today, before today, I'll just said we were one of the three, but. Country mile, I would have said we were one of the three. Uh, Literally, I probably would have said 95% sure we were one of the three because we've played, the the run we've had since the beginning of the season has been, if you look at that as a club, right, even like as a Newcastle, you think, okay, we're going to pick points up from some of these games. Watford, Wolves, West Ham, um, Burnley, Southampton, like them games, you would think that it was going to go swing either way. It didn't. So then I was thinking to myself, I literally don't know where our three points are going to come from unless it's against Norwich. So then I was like, I was sure that it was going to be us. But now I'm kind of like, well, there's just no way you would buy a club and be the richest club in the world to get relegated. There's no way. There's just no way you're letting that happen. Oh,
2: that, would Sam, that, that would be Sam. That would be This <laughs> doesn't get again. clipped
0: up. I hope <laughs> this doesn't get clipped up for Kendall's. Oh, imagine yeah. it does. I, that's,
1: that's up to them, isn't it? Stupid. To it. <laughs> 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 um,
0: so go on and choose us your three to go down. Kendall, we start off with you.
1: Um, obviously, Norwich we've established that. Um, I think Ranieri might just keep Watford up. Um, but again, I don't think their squad's overly great, so they could slip in there. Um, Burnley, Watford, Norwich,
2: Avi. I'm gonna go with Norwich, Burnley 100%. <laughs> 100% you
1: know, everyone's just hoping that yeah. <laughs> That's like you, thinking.
2: I'm gonna go with Southampton. Oh, they haven't spent money, and I don't think they're gonna give him any money in January, so it's gonna be a tough, tough um season for Hassan So, uh, it was, it, losing Ings is all well, that goal scoring threat's gone, I know they got Armando Borja, who's a good player from Chelsea, on loan. But I just feel uh, this could be the season where Southampton go back to wait. The hold on, hold
0: on, hold on. Rewind selector, I know you always like to put in a name there that you can pronounce and show off. Say, okay, say Armando
2: Borja. There you go, he's okay. Albanian. So I don't, if someone, brought, if, he, if, if, he if there's her. someone, if there's some Albanians in the comments, they can correct me later on. this they always you correct her. you because you've but never her.
0: said anything right, even though yeah, you yeah. pretend you're a hecking expert. <laughs> uh, Tobes, who's going down? Um, Norwich definitely. Um, Ranieri. I don't really know what type of job people think he's gonna come here and do. The man, um, Tobes. The tinkerman. No, he is the tinkerman, but like, how is he gonna beat the drop? There are better teams than Watford in this league, even with Ranieri. So I don't think he's going to save them. And I think he's going to be the next head on a stick when the Pozos do what they do best and sack a manager. So Watford are going down. And then I think the third spot is between Burnley and Southampton, man. Mm. I, I agree with everything Abby said about Southampton. I think they sold some big players this summer and didn't replace adequately. And I was just expecting Ralph ralph's magic to just carry this team and i feel like it's a bit unfair on him um and then burnley are burnley man um they they they, they had the know-how to stay up in this league but it's just like how many more years can they get by on just know-how when they flirt with relegation um as much as they have done in the past two seasons so i think they're definitely odds on to to go down and you, Burnley were
1: worrying, right, when they signed Maxwell Cornier because that is the most unlikely Burnley signing. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think that was a panic? Right? Do
0: you think that was a panic? So I think thought, for many right, reasons.
1: Our, our like system's not working this time. Like right? we're we're concerned. Let's just go for something we don't normally go for, and go for Maxwell Cornier. And then I think that they've panicked and thought that's what they were going to do. <laughs> Because oh, man, Maxwell Collins, really, does makes no sense at all. Like, he's got to be like the
0: only just, black senior player on the team, surely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some, he, is. I'm, I'm he is. Aaron Lennon's there, I
1: think, isn't he?
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. No. I think he's. Re- Did he not retire? Nah, I, think
1: no I think he's there I'm sure he is I don't know well, like, well it's
0: good It's good you mentioned Maxwell Cornet Because the next The final segment was. No who's your
2: three two. No no before you Move on Who's yeah, your who's three? three Because you You always do this look, like, yeah, You always away, scared, away From your three <laughs> responsibility. Yeah Hang them out for dry Now go on Give I, us your three You know I like to
0: think About these things uh, You look. Yeah, no, 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 no it's, no, it's no, not a fluid situation th- Grizz It's not a fluid situation Seven games in You don't need to be fluid I'm the host, you look gave trigger happy answers. That's your problem (laughs) I like to I like to think about it, analyze, look at the table, look at the next set of fixtures. You know what I mean? I'm a I'm a what did what what did Twitter spaces, the official account say about being a football expert? Thank you very much. So football Football experts don't just you know what I mean, trigger happy like live and get clipped up, Toby. You know I don't get clipped. (laughs) (laughs) But listen, um, we're gonna go into transfers and look, we talk about Maxwell Corney, which was a weird transfer. Shall we start from the top? Like, what do we make of the most expensive transfer in the Premier League, which was Jack Grealish? Yeah. How do you think he's done, Kendall, so far? Has um, is he has he been sort of? I know it's difficult. It's only seven games, but how do how do you see that transfer success rate kind of thing?
1: Yeah, I think he's made an impact already for me. Um, he draws players out for fouls a lot, which like Man City didn't have that in their team before, like someone who directly does that. Um. I think he's looked more creative, he's, he's looked more direct since he's been in that squad, and it's only a short amount of time. Mm. But yeah, I, th- I think Jack Grealish was always going to flourish and improve under Pep, so yeah, he, he's, he's done well for me. I think he, he's his ceiling isn't even... You, I don't even think it's there yet, we can't even yeah. see it yet. So yeah, I think um, Out of he, 10. that's pretty good. Out of 10. Um, I would say right now, for his impact, probably a 7. I'm going to go very okay like, okay, seven because i don't obviously I don't think it's enough time now uh like say how much he's actually done. it might just be you know a new team' situation, but yeah I think good good seven Abby,
2: yeah um 10. yeah i, I think he's been i had a conversation with Connor on Friday show last week, I think uh Jack Grealish is coming along nicely um i he went a bit missing against us on Sunday, but apart from that, seven out of ten. And there's a lot more to come. He's 25 years old. Once Pep gets really into his head, then you're going to see a, a proper player. But yeah, no, seven out of ten for me.
0: Tobes, I I don't know if you're going to back me on this, so you're going to go with the crowd. Um, I think they've been a bit generous, Kendall and Avi, about Jack Grealish. What do you think? I think so too. I think. Mm. I think. I think it's obvious. What quality he brings. And I think he has had some good games for Man City, but he was anonymous for the most part against Liverpool. He was anonymous for the most part against, um, PSG. Chelsea. Um, Chelsea, I felt like in the first half, he was anonymous. Second half, I think he really came to the, to the party and I think he really affected the game for, for Man City. And Jack Grealish in a nutshell so far tells me everything I knew about him. He's going to make Man City better and he's a quality player, but he wasn't a player that they needed. He Mm. wasn't a player that they needed. Um, So it was just one of those things where it's like, you're one of the best players in the league. We're the best team in the league. We want to make sure we're the best team in the league, and we're going to sign you, and you're going to be our our mainstay for the next couple of years, which is fine. But um, I think there's still more to come from Jack Grealish. So if it's me rating him, I'm going to give him a 6 out of 10, max. Um, we're going to the next most expensive one, which is Jaden Sancho.
2: Romelu, no? Romelu Lukaku. Yeah, I beg your pardon.
0: Okay. Thank you very much, Avi. start off with you then. Yeah, exactly. uh, Go on, Avi. Romelu Lukaku, talk to me.
2: He's been okay. Okay. Nothing great so far. Certainly not the uh, inter-striker that we've been accustomed to in the last 18 months, but... Uh, six out of ten for me, Chris. Six out of okay. ten. Nothing great yet. Yet, I think uh, there's a lot more to come from it, A lot more. Toby,
0: I think you disagree again. Um, I think he's been okay as well. I think he's okay. been... Yeah, like a six out of ten. He's had some games where he's bailed him out, but I think he... No goal in his last four or five games. I know that the team have not been... Playing positively in some of these matches, but I mean, these are the type of games where you expect a hundred million, ninety-eight million pound player to to show a bit more authority. Um, I felt he was handled by Liverpool. I felt he was, I felt he wasn't really a threat in the game against us until the game opened up in the latter stages in the second half. There's more to come from Lukaku, no doubt, but I, I'm yet to see the the um, ninety-eight million pound player, Kendall.
1: Yeah, literally, completely agree. I thought, like, his first two games, I was like, "Man, that's it. He's just going to put his stamp on the league. You know, he's back. Like, I think probably everyone thought that. And since that point, I'm just like, like, for God's sake, FPL, man. I'm sick of FPL this season. i do not on top. I see like, actually, he's tired of it. Four points at the weekend. I was like, Oh, go away, man. But, oh, no, yeah, don't talk just about that, these, yeah, just being very. Mm, mm, you know okay. what I mean? Like, just. Ticking along, in the words of Steve Bruce, he's just ticking along. I think he'll be fine, just it'll just take him a while to get used to the Premier League again. I think it's just so different.
0: And the last one we're going to touch about the, the, the expensive uh transfers, Jaden Sancho. Um, start off with you, Evie, again, Jaden Sancho. How's he done? Sure, what's he, what's he done?
2: <laughs> sure. But look, you know what it is, it, we can use all the words, and obviously, he plays for United and he plays with them, and you know. Hate them and whatnot, but I don't want to be too down on the kid. He's he's nineteen, coming to the Premiership where he's had a good two years in Germany, two and a half years. So look, I I don't want to say like you know I hope this trend continues because he is a top player. Um, you just hope that he does find his form soon. Um, under the wrong management, you could say maybe. I mean, who really flourishes under Oli? Maybe apart from Bruno Fernandes. but yeah, I think it's just going to take him time. I think he's still adjusting to the pace of it as well. He doesn't look. Uh, you know, he's missing that little bit of zip that a um, little bit of yard ahead. So I think that will come with uh, more game time. Or yeah, maybe after January you might see the best of him. Because I remember last season he started a little bit late as well for Dortmund. And then he started Tobes. to put up the numbers.
0: Tobes. Yeah. My tenure. Um yeah, I love Jaden and I know he's gonna bounce back, but I have to be honest, he's been terrible. Um I've seen him. Everything was but Everton was the best performance I've seen from him this season and he was only on the pitch for 25 minutes that's the brightest I've seen him in terms of trying to like commit defenders and trying to to weave his magic because he is a top 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 draw player like for me I think when he was coming to Man United I said for me he's my my best young English player like he's my favourite I think he's what like 20 21 years old um he's quality man and I think he's gonna he's gonna bounce back but I have to be honest he's been terrible so far this season, terrible, terrible. Are you going to give him a rating out of 10? Uh, oh, shit, yeah. Um, I'm going to give him a 3 out of 10. I think he's been poor. Mm. I don't think Kendall, by the way, she was nodding in agreement. I don't know if you want to add something to that. Or I, pretty much. I just
1: think with Jaden Central, he's got so much talent. And When he was in the Dortmund team, the team was so balanced and well-drilled
0: that Absolutely. he was
1: like, a, not a talisman in terms of like a striker, but he was a creative outlet. And his vision was very, like, cooperative with the whole team. It was, like, systematic football. Like, this is what he does. Individual brilliance came into it a little bit. But with Man United, Ronaldo they signed. There's Greenwood. Obviously, I know Rashford's injured. There's Bruno Fernandez. There's, like, Popper. Like, there's other outlets, attacking outlets, where he he's maybe getting lost in it a little bit because he, there's other... Like, I, I feel like if Man United's plan A feels like, plan B, there isn't one like that's yeah. just how I, how I see them. So I think that's maybe like where he's getting a little bit just a little a bit lost in terms of what his role is. Um and I think as soon as he finds out as soon as like does it figures it out and he's so talented and he's still so so young like he'll it, make it regardless but I just think as of the, as of now I don't know if he really knows his role in that team so yeah. Yeah. I think um yeah, 3 out of 10 as well for me.
0: What have, card card Sancho, what have you made of
2: Sancho Grizz? What have you made of Sancho?
0: Well, listen, it's not about my opinion on this show, it's all about no, you guys' it's opinions. This, it it's all about it your guys. Listen, very quickly, very, very quickly, I want to go around and I want you to give me the transfer hit in your opinion of the season and the transfer flop in your opinion. So who wants to go first? Give me something that you've been think has been a transfer success. Um Help them out in the comments because by the looks on their faces, they're struggling now. All right. No, no flop so of the, flop f- I'll go first. Top
2: of the season has definitely been um Sancho so far. Okay, signing signing of the season, Andros Townsend of Everton.
0: Yeah, Andros, Andros or Demar or Demari. Yeah, but even them, I need, I need to see it sustained. <laughs> I need to see it sustained. But yeah, if we're going off the
1: also, um,
2: yeah. Edward Crystal Palace as well. Yeah, oh, yeah, um, really. A few substitutions. Yeah, he's done okay. It, but he's made a few I sub think, appearances. I don't think he's signed of
1: the season by any chance, but I think he was such a needed signing for them Yeah, that absolutely. it's going to end up being a good one for mm-hmm. them, I think.
2: Dan Bailey put uh, another one, which is definitely in the top three, Kukarela of Brighton. Yeah. What yeah. Sensational. 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 So we
0: thought, uh, on this one I, I, yeah Tommy Asu looked good I like, I like him Asu. I like Tommy Asu he had a he's he had a top as kick as he's he's looked really really good yeah people are saying uh, Leon Bailey after his no, performance to too early. Enough, not but. yet exactly we didn't touch upon this maybe we should have cast him a bit more because I, I, I
1: forgot know. about Varane
0: exactly. I don't think he's been bad though I don't think Varane's been bad he uh, hasn't been, not. he hasn't been, he hasn't had the impact that they've expected yeah. uh, to have like Diaz or a Virgil van Dijk. But
2: maybe. he's carrying slab head. He's oh, yeah, carrying, exactly. he's carrying think, a bloody I mean, hammer I mean, right next
0: to him. Yeah, yeah, for the most part, I've watched Varane. He's been sound. Like he's not put, like maybe one time, like Varane, he is clumsy at times and makes the odd mistake. But I think for the most part, he's been, he's been good for Man United this season. Okay, fair yeah, enough. I think, I think, I think um, there is a few shouts in there. Oh, for, I've just for... thought
1: about a flop as well. I know on. he's only a loan sign, but Saúl as well, Chelsea.
0: Ah, <laughs> us Liverpool fans want to hear that again know, and I, again I, I and know, again. I've
1: watched Saúl for years and years and years and years. And I just, I, I told this to everyone. I said, stop getting on the hype train so quickly because he's a fantastic player, but I don't know if he's a Premier League player. Like his physicality is just for the Premier League. It's just, I, I don't think it would have been good. He's a lot mm. more like technically minded as a midfielder because he's played all over midfield and I just I look at him and I just think oh god everyone's jumping on his back and like Tuchel drew him out and basically said oh you know I shouldn't have started him when I did and I was like oh this is just going to go badly so yeah Definitely he's definitely a here's a
0: good player. shout from Hamid Habib camera. Yeah. 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 has been good, yeah. He's been, he's been uh, absolutely. Good. But listen, as we said this early, we I think some of you have been really harsh, but listen, it's good, it's good to be harsh. I think some of you have been a bit over praiseworthy in some players. But listen, <laughs> who am I to judge? Do you know <laughs> what I mean? It's your, your opinion. <laughs> if <you're saying> this. <laughs> it's your opinion. <laughs> he doesn't say anything himself. But listen, uh, I think we've we've come to an end of a magnificent show. I really, really enjoyed chatting to all of you, man. Um, I've got to thank Kendall. You know, I know you took out time from being interviewed from BBC to to be in sports. You know what I mean? He's not going to let yeah. this go, Kendall. You know what I mean? So thank you very much for for making your debut, and hopefully, hopefully, we'll get you much more on now as well. Not that we're okay. glory hunters. See? Not no, that we're glory. It.
2: Not no, that we're we're humble we're
1: humble (laughs) from humble beginnings
0: (laughs) i know that was so bad i take all that back you're you're welcome anytime anytime. listen kendall
2: you can co-host now on thursdays i'm out i'm I'm dropping dropping the mic and going
0: thank you very much again kendall man thank you i really appreciate it no thank you
1: for having me i appreciate it
0: no problem and Tobes, um it's that look I've never seen you smile and be so happy because you hey, know, hey, we, didn't Chris, to, we didn't have I'm to. I'm a smiley person, you know. I'm, we, I didn't really to, we didn't have to. We didn't have to talk about your club. We didn't give you the 44 minute clap. Thank you know God. what I mean? Like you know what I mean? You didn't have none of that, so you know Thank you God. probably you could have just relaxed and chill out back like, on this channel. But now nah, appreciate that, man. Nice one, bro. No problem, man. No problem. Uh, Avi, what's happening? What's happening tomorrow? What's happening over the weekend? What's, what's the
2: plans? So tomorrow we've got sports unplugged. We'll be, um, going through Fury versus Wilder. We'll touch upon Newcastle's takeover and a few football, um, uh, international footballers covering a little bit of that. And then we've got, uh, a potential, uh, watch along. Fury vs Wilder, it'll be early for me but 4 or 5 in the morning for you Brits um, that will be on Grizz Khan TV so it's his first uh, we're going to do like a little dress rehearsal before the actual shows go on live on his channel so it'll be Fury vs Wilder so we're going to do pleasure uh, uh, talking to you Kendall um, thanks for coming on and then Toby I know we speak on Spaces uh, we've spoken a few times so great to be with you on tonight's show and then Grizz Big man, big dog. Um, pleasure as always.
0: Yeah, well, listen, I'm looking forward to that. I might even um tune in. A, I might even make an appearance on my own oh, channel. Grizz,
2: Grizz, sorry, before before I haven't mentioned it. USA vs Jamaica at four thirty. So come on the uh, American four thirty PM today. In oh yeah, uh,
0: man, he always manages to mention the USA football team somehow on every channel. But um, but listen, it's been a fantastic show. Yes, people, don't forget to go and subscribe to GrizzCon TV. No, I'm not gonna be uh, leaving the trippers. Trippers can't 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 get rid of me. I love the trippers. I'm still here. But that's gonna be extra content for you guys. Um, so go and check that out. Give it a subscribe. Put your notification bill on because, bell on because we have got Fury and um, Wilder live watch along, and you know mine and Avi's watch alongs are. Something special, but listen, this has been a fantastic show. We've tried to um, look into the, the the Newcastle takeover, how we see the Premier League so far. Hope you've enjoyed it. I'll uh, probably yes, next week is Carnage because we've got Watford coming up. There'll be a preview to Watford. Hopefully, I've got Jakey from Watford Watford TV coming on. That should be good. Um, until then, love and peace and blessings to you
2: all. Thank you very much.
1: Sports Social Podcast Network.